The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. Welcome back to another Monday night of Packer conversation. Well, that was weird. Packers 29, Vikings 29, they go overtime. It was a game both teams fought awfully hard to win. Packers through the first two, almost three full quarters, I thought were the better team on the field at Lambeau on the second warmest September afternoon ever in that building. And then the Vikings certainly looked like they wanted to win it over the final, uh, really, period in, uh, in particular, and even maybe in overtime. But both teams found ways to lose this game by missing some kicks. Mason from 52 at the gun, and the late Daniel Carlson of Minnesota, two in OT, including 35 at the gun. Yes, no, they didn't kill him, wait, but they did wait. cut him. But they cut him today, the rookie They kicker. rubbed out their kicker they after the game? They rubbed him out after two games. Wow, that yeah. is cutthroat in Minnesota. One for four, lifetime for Daniel Carlson. They do not tolerate missed field goals. No, no, but there were a billion things that went on in that game uh, yesterday and uh, helped talk it through. Matt Z back with us. Hello, Matthew. Hello, hello, hello. So quick, quick in-stadium house poll by show of hands. Who thinks NFL games should end in a tie? For our radio listeners. Am I the only one? For our radio listeners, let the record show, nobody thinks games should end in a tie. I, if the, if, nobody. If you can't win the damn game, then you, you go for then it's a tie. Ties have been here since the Packers went 0 0 against this the Decatur Staley's back in 21. This isn't T ball. We don't all get participation awards. Doesn't this matter. is the NFL. The major leagues had an all star game end in a tie, if they I'm get, not mistaken. No, which that's determined an all star game. Whatever. It determined the World Series well from that point forward. But nonetheless, play till somebody wins. I'm fine with a tie. Yeah. I really am. Play till somebody wins. You know I'm old school. I know. All right. People pay a lot of money to go to games to see a winner and a loser. They saw 70 minutes of pretty tie. entertaining football yesterday yeah. afternoon, in my opinion. Aaron Rodgers survived with his bum knee. He had it wrapped up. He had a little brace on it, but he was running around a little bit, running for first downs, for goodness yeah. sakes, in and out of the pocket, making some things happen. Except uh, for an overtime. Except for an overtime when he kind of just coughed up the ball and that's what I'm saying there were a million little yeah. things in that game and not just the big things and you know what the biggest thing was everybody talking about Clay Matthews <laughs> tackle on Kirk Cousins after he released the football we're going to get to more of that in a minute we're going to hear from Clay we're going to hear from even Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer and we're going to hear what the NFL said today about that play you are not going to believe it Packer fans but they're siding with the zebras they're protecting the shield yeah. sorry Clay unbelievable unbelievable but what a ball game. Another I, another piece of BS at Lambeau Field yesterday was that call on Clay Matthews. That was terrible. Vikings are saying the terrible. same about Eric Kendricks on, yep. on Aaron Rodgers. And it got so silly, Mike Daniels tried to do the belly bump to hit Cousins right. for fear of getting a flag, and he never did release the ball. The guys in the locker room have no idea how to play defense anymore. Not just tackle, but how to play pass defense. You saw Jimmy Graham's arms get taken off right. on that go route. Uh, you saw Kentrell Bryce dive to avoid a collision, which would have been flagged on Thielen's game-tying score. Uh, well, they needed the two, but you know what I'm talking about. Sure. They're just not playing the way they should be playing, in my opinion, because I know the NFL's got the, the spirit right. We want to protect players. We want to see them walk and talk. We don't want them committing suicide and finally have CTE 20 years down the road. I get all that. 
I get all that. You got to protect the highest paid players in the game. I sure. get all that. But at the expense of playing football. Right. Football. You mentioned Mike Daniels in the belly bump being afraid to hit Cousins, not sure if he got rid of the ball. What if quarterbacks play in those big sumo fat suits? Why not? So you can hit those guys, and when they hit the ground, they just roll around and they're safe. I swear to God, the competition committee is going to take up. Why not? Red ribbons to tuck in their belt and just tag, pull yeah. it out, and you're down. Flag or football? how about skirts? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Crazy Who, game. Who's got the best legs in I the know. NFL? As disappointed as everyone is, they are still 1-0-1. Right. And they're looking pretty good in the division with the first road trip coming to D.C. Glad you're here with us tonight. we got great stuff to give away. Uh, we're sending somebody to the pro shop from our friends at Robinson's who are also going to be here for our hot and cold plays as well. My new era Packer hat. And I got the first edition of the 50 greatest Packer players in Green Bay Packer history written by one Robert Cohen, a celebrated author, uh, an outstanding book that we'll be giving away to someone in the audience here tonight. And we're going to visit with the big fella, Justin McRae in the house. Already meeting with fans. We'll bring him on board in just a couple of minutes. All right. Let's go to the locker rooms and hear what the boys had to say about that one yesterday. And Mike McCarthy is tied in knots. Hard-fought uh, football game uh, by both teams, obviously. Um, you know, disappointed in the outcome. Had, had a number of opportunities to, to come away with the win. Uh, but the tie is, um, as they say, it is what it is. It is what it is. Anybody have their sister handy here tonight? Ew, I don't know. <laughs> Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. Same kind of comments on a roller coaster stalemate. We can play a lot better than we did defensively today. Uh, we turned a couple guys loose on the sideline when we took our eyes off the receivers and started looking back at the quarterback. I thought we fought our rear ends off, you know, come back. It's disappointing when you got an opportunity to win the football game there at the end and uh, come up. It's better than a loss, obviously. 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 By a half? By a half. Yeah. Yeah, by a half Still at feels least. like a loss, though, doesn't it? Nah. Yeah. Okay, if you're going to be a Debbie Downer, no. yes. <laughs> yes. It wasn't a loss. Right, yes, technically not it a loss. It wasn't a loss, so let's quit thinking it was a loss. Yeah. It wasn't a loss. We'll see at the end of the year we'll if that see makes it, a difference. Hey, it paid off. Last time they tied those goofballs from Minneapolis, got them a division title with yep. a win on the final game at 8-7-1. And I'll still say no And they're not going to finish 8-7-1 this year. All right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, as I said, made it through, but he spoke of both his left knee and the final result. It doesn't feel very nice not to have a loss on the record right now, but uh, disappointing. You know, we found a lot of ways to give that one away. After last week, where, you know, we're on the other side where we had the momentum and found a way to... To win a game, uh, we had a ton of chances. Hey, Justin. Yeah, very disappointed at how that finished. The overtime possession fumble on the short right. pl short yardage play, and then the sack forced him out of what could have been, I would would have been a basic Crosby game winner. But Kirk Cousins, his counterpart, who boy, put a 425 and four, and it still wasn't enough. I am tired. I don't know what to feel after a tie. <laughs> Unique place to be. Proud of the way that. The whole team, I said team, the coaching staff, players, support staff, the way everybody stayed in it and fought. There were times when we felt like we should have won it. There were times when the Packers feel like they should have won it. It was a great game, and unfortunately, you know, we didn't get the win. Well, part of the reason the Packers did not win, Devontae Adams, who scored the only offensive TD, says it was the only successful trip among five in the red zone. You got finished, said early on in the game. 
came out here 20, 27 at that point. We came off with no points, and I was just had a weird feeling because I don't, I don't like getting that. I don't like getting comfortable. So we gotta, we gotta just pedal to the metal. They tried to put the pedal to the metal after the ha-ha pick, going for shots in the end zone. I know it only took 19 seconds off, and I know McCarthy got a lot of grief for that, yeah. but they needed touchdowns. They needed touchdowns all day long and yeah. just couldn't get them. You can't fault a team for going for the jugular and just trying to put it away. It's not until hindsight kicks in where you're like, ah, it would have been nice if we burned timeouts, but that's not how it unfolded. No, anyway. it isn't how it unfolded. I'm not, and I'm siding with the coach on that one. Uh, but in the fourth quarter, uh, Minnesota hit two bombs from outside the red zone. 75-22. Josh Jackson says the secondary couldn't finish either. The main thing we had to do is just, you know, focus and you know, get the job done. We had to, uh, an opportunity to get some stops, so we had to be able to, Get them. Second week in a row, they had to come up with not one but two stops when they thought they had the game won. Clearly two best offenses in the division. Yes. I mean, it's Packers, Vikings, flip-flop, either one. Two most explosive offenses. It's not the Packers pairs of lines. The two best defenses in yeah. the division out of the game Yeah, they've had well. tough tests both All weeks. All right. Well, they did come up with two interceptions, yeah, but only one counted. Clay got flagged for taking down Cousins to wipe out Jair Alexander's potential game clincher. Second week in a row for Clay. <laughs> the Bears game, he says, is on me. But this one? That's unbelievable. So, and the worst part is, we'll probably send it in. And you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, they'll find fault on me. Because they're going to they're gonna agree with the refs. So, I don't know. It's just a Get difficult the cut first, and then call to call. And, I mean, you see how it changed the game. I know there's an emphasis on, on protecting quarterbacks, but it's... It's gotten out of control here. I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else he can do either. You know, even Zimmer, the vice coach, is miffed about how quarterbacks can get hit these days. And you got a target area of about the size of a strike zone, and then you can't fall on top of them, and you can't hit them in the knees, you can't hit them low, you can't hit them in the head, so you have to hit them in a strike zone, and then you can't fall on them. <laughs> so, you know, it's almost, you know, what do you want us to do? I, I like what he says about you've got this strike zone, like a strike zone in baseball. Well, that, that was a fastball right sure. in the strike zone for Matthews. Here's the problem. You. Just like in baseball, the strike zone is never the same from game to game, and it changes during the game. From Tony Corrente to Ron Silva to whoever Every else is wearing the white hat. is going to have an interpretation of where and where you can't hit. Tony Corrente was asked about the call by the pool reporter, my buddy Rob Domofsky of uh, Cover 2 and ESPN, and his explanation was that this was a case of Matthews lifting and driving the quarterback to the ground. All right? My problem with that is you've got to see what you see, don't see what you think you see, or don't see what you think these big pushes towards player safety is telling you to see. Right. It was a bang-bang play, and I know we all had the luxury of watching it in slow motion, but if you do watch it, Cousins is airborne when that ball's released, right. and the ball's away before Matthews gets him it instantaneous, and I don't think there was anything punishing about it at all. He tried to brace the fall, tried to roll away so he wouldn't bring the force of his weight onto the QB when he was on the ground. Not good enough to satisfy Corrente yesterday, not good enough to satisfy the NFL today. For they came out and backed the official. Matthews' play was a penalty, according to the NFL. And in fact, folks, they're going to use that play and send it to all 32 teams today to teach them how not to hit a quarterback. Mike, isn't this unbelievable? <laughs> Mike McCarthy said, 
Matthews did exactly what we coached them to right. do. But now the NFL is telling the other teams, this is how it is not to be done. Yeah. What is a team and a player to do? And to, to the point of it's different from game to game, quarter to quarter, the Patriots-Jaguars featured an exact same hit on Tom Brady, and it wasn't flagged. I know. It wasn't flagged. So it's impossible I, with humans running things to be flawless. I get it. I get it. But here's what the on. league says. The technique of grabbing the passer from behind the leg or legs, scooping and pulling in an upward motion is a foul. And that's what they say Matthews did. He didn't. I tend to disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, it came down to missed kicks. Mason Crosby from 52 on the final snap of regulation, and poor Daniel Carlson pushed too wide right in overtime. Last snap of the game missed from 35. So, after all that missing, what does a tie feel like? Mason. It's gross. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like, uh, you know, obviously, hey, losing uh, ties. That's just weird. You just don't get them a lot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a weird feeling. Um, Trying to you know, process through kind of how, uh, how it all went. It all went, that's and, for sure. And it went bye-bye for Mr. Carlson. As I said, Vikings released him today, signed former Cowboy kicker Dan Bailey. Easy for the Vikings to cut him, not only because he missed all those well, kicks. Well, that's what Zimmer was asked. But he, it was funny today. Carlson came out after the game and said he missed that final kick because he has no confidence in himself. If you watch the very first one, it was from 48. It was so wide right that the ball boy who's standing underneath the goalpost yeah. to kind of collect the ball when it hits the net, he's sprinting to the corner of the end zone to catch that ball. It right. was so far wide right. He was a mess. If your kicker has no confidence in himself, yeah, you no longer have a job in this How league. How about calling Giorgio Tavakil? Right. He might be, yeah. But anyway, poor Daniel Carlson. They traded up two draft choices to pick him in the fifth round out of Auburn. Ouch, ouch, ouch. All right. There was one nice highlight, though. How about Jerry Kramer? getting his Hall of Fame ring and his name on the Lambeau Ring of Honor at intermission. A wonderful moment. The whole process was a, a wonderful event for me, the best uh, way to describe it. And special linemen don't do those kind of things. Rarely do they do those kind of things. It was a wonderful day. It was a wonderful day for a wonderful man. He was my neighbor growing up, just down the road, a couple blocks over. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Jerry Got Kramer, any good stories? Uh, maybe, maybe. But we're going from a Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame guard to the starting right guard of the 2018 Green Bay Packers. Justin McCray is coming on board in a minute. We are live from the stadium view on Holmgren Way. We welcome our listeners in Wausau and Sheboygan and viewing uh, company-wide on the websites. What do we got going on at The View now that the boys are heading in the road? Always a great time here at the Stadium View on Mondays. It's double bubble all day and night. Tuesday, the acoustic band Scuba Duo is playing from 6 to 9, and yes, they will be underwater. All right. It's an amazing show. It's a great show. What a show. All right. 40 Cent Wings, 7 to 11, every Monday wow. through Thursday. Buffalo Lime is the chef's choice of sauce this week. Thursday's DJ Trivia from 5 to 6.30. Wednesday, they got Singo, Musical Bingo. <laughs> why would you ever leave the stadium? I view? don't know why. You could sleep here. Sleep why in the not? back room. Yeah, they, they got, got the banquet halls. The cots back there. Bring them on. All right. When we come back, Justin McRae joins us live from the view. Fifth quarter returns right after this. All right. Welcome Woo back, everybody. Pleasure to bring this guy back. He has one of the really, really good stories on the 100th season Green Bay Packer football team. This has been five years in the making for this kid out of Miami by way of Central Florida. He tried with the Titans, didn't work out. Went to the, well, was doing something or other for another year and a half. Tried <laughs> arena ball. Packers finally gave him a call after his big brother Jordan. Big brother? 
Twin brother. Twin brother, Jordan, told him, hey, this might be a nice place to come up and play. <laughs> uh, and he made the most of it. Got onto the field in emergency fashion last year and made eight starts at three positions. Came back this year uh, a little refined in more ways than one. Won the starting right guard job, and he is a big part of this Packer offensive line. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Justin McRae to the fifth quarter. Woo! Jay Mack, how are you? Yeah, how you doing? Find somebody to kiss yesterday after that thing? <laughs> um, that was a tough, tough day. Stay real tight. Definitely, um, definitely a tough one. You know, you don't, you don't, never go out to a game uh, hoping, hoping for a tie. You know, I understand. So, uh, I think that's the only good thing is it wasn't a loss, but we definitely felt like we made enough, uh, did enough things to win, and uh, we just got to close out games better. Do Do ahead. you think games should end in ties? Um, no. Okay, good. No, I don't right. think so. Am I the only one? Yes, you are the only one. I'm not a big fan of 10-minute overtimes because the Vikes won the toss and even a marginal possession. Granted, you got to get off, the, get them off sure. the field, but mm -hmm. it was a two-to-one swing. Mm -hmm. And I think with this 10, that went by fast, man. Yeah. That uh, it definitely. I say the last, the, the last two minutes of the game and the last 10 minutes of overtime felt like it was longer than the, the game to me, honestly. Really? Yeah. It was just uh, seemed like it was dragging, but uh. That's just from my perspective. I can understand. You're humping 300 pounds around an 86-degree heat <laughs> for three hours plus. Did you tip the scales after the game? How much did you lose? I, I might have lost eight or nine pounds. Eight or nine pounds? Yeah. Wow. You had a good market that on television. Is that a thank you to Weight hey. Watchers or just? Yeah, lose eight pounds oh, in no. one day. <laughs> no, I'm just extreme sweater, heavy sweater. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Hot no kidding. So the end of that game in overtime, Carlson misses the kick. The clock goes to zero. What is your emotion at that point on the sidelines? I mean, what are you feeling walking off the field? Um, sort of like what happened, but it was, uh, I was talking to Lane earlier today. And, uh, we were watching the film, and this is the only time you see a missed field goal at the end of a game and see nobody celebrating. Right? Just, Very good. Everybody's just walking off the field. So it's, yeah. it's sort of just sort of, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. But you were right, Justin. You guys had more than ample opportunity mm -hmm. to finish the deal. Yeah, um, I just we just uh, need to close better. Um, I mean, we, we we put ourselves in position to to win the game. We just got to you know finish it off. All kinds of things. Lane, Ta you thought Matthews' penalty was bad. Lane Taylor's hold. Oh, McCarthy said that one had him even more upset. Yeah, that was awful. On the Jimmy Graham touchdown, phantom yeah. call. Yeah, I guess uh, just a little flag happy. I guess you're. <laughs> It's a subjective game for those guys. You understand they have a job to do, but how, frust how frustrating can it get when you're seeing this happen? Um, Taking points off the board, costing games. Yeah, like you said, they, they have a job to do as well, too. So it's sort of like you'd hope they're just trying to do the job to the best of their ability, but uh, it is unfortunate when things like that happen. And, all, and missed calls are nothing new. I mean, you've been playing football the majority of your life. Mm -hmm. That happens. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's a part of the game. It's as much a part of the game as a fumble, as a missed tackle, as everything mm -hmm. else. So you do have to learn to live with it. But yeah. It's hard living. Definitely so. Red zone. Other than that, I mean, there was the penalty. Uh, there were some other things that happened, and you guys were settling for field goals. And granted, your defense really, I thought, played outstanding so against well. uh, uh, the Minnesota Vikings through the first uh, good portion of that ball game. But you just kind of got the sense. Yeah, you got to put the foot down. Yeah, it's um, when we get in the red zone. You know, it's always, always, like I said, it's always a goal. You know, to get in the end zone. I mean, uh, field goals are points as well, but um, 
our goal is a, as an offense is to put the ball in the end zone, and we just need to do more of it. How'd you feel about the running game? Um, I felt like we, we were running the ball pretty well. Uh, Jamal and uh, Ty were, you know, reading blocks well, hitting their aiming points, and um, I think we were getting good movement off the line. But more importantly, what was the mindset of you guys up front, knowing you've got, I'm not going to say a one-legged guy back there, but an obviously different Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. You didn't see him all week at practice. Mm -hmm. What would you think when you saw him running around a little bit Saturday, and what was your collective plan to protect him? Um, every week, you know, our you know our job is you know to create lanes and to keep twelve upright. And um, seeing him run around a little bit obviously wasn't wasn't surprising to us. Just knowing the kind of guy that uh, Aaron is, he's a if he's out there, he's gonna play to the best of his ability. He's gonna he, if he has to fight through some pain, he's gonna fight through it. And uh, seeing him run around and make plays uh, wasn't a surprise. But we just knew uh, there's definitely extra initiative this week, you know, to keep him clean. I'm not gonna say this is remember the Titans type of motivational stuff, but I mean that gets you fired up when he is making the money he's making. Mm -hmm. He's not right, mm -hmm. and he's out there doing everything he can. Yeah, it's just uh, it definitely makes uh, makes us play harder just because you know. After all the things he's done, you know, um, the money he makes and all those things, he still plays hard like, uh, you know, it's his last snap, and it, it makes us want to do the same for him. And I thought you guys held up pretty well. Vikings are awfully good on defense. Yeah, that yeah. front, let's talk about that. Yeah, they uh, – I think uh, I, someone asked me earlier this week, uh, they have a, a great scheme and they have great players, and whenever you put those two things together, you're probably going to be a pretty good I, defense. They were number one in yards allowed, number one in points allowed last year. They've got, I think, four number one picks – Five Pro Bowlers. Mm. Uh, that is probably the best cross-the-board defense you're going to see this year. I don't mm. think there's any doubt about it. And you're going to see him again this year. Yes, sir. All right. You mentioned the Vikings' defense and the scheme that they run. For you as a lineman, what does that defense present to you as the biggest challenge for you guys up front? Um, a lot of the times they can make the, the same sort of front um, look exactly the same but do different things out of it. So it's just being – you know, fundamentally sound in the things that we, we need to do or whatever the play calls for. And um, just the ind individual talent at every position, you know, inside they have great players, you know, off the edge they have great players, back in they have great players, and their linebackers are good as well. That, that did, they, did they do anything up front yesterday you guys weren't prepared for that maybe caught you by surprise, or was it kind of things you were expecting? Um, you know, our coaches put us in, um, in great positions by, you know, throughout the week just looking at film and things that they, they think that uh, – they might attack us with, so I think we're pretty prepared for most of the Do you things. feel like you're getting attacked? You're the new kid on the block, J-Mac. Um, not, not really, but I, I feel like, you know, obviously, you know, with the, the guys that we have on our line, you know, with Dave, Lane, Corey, and uh, and Brian, um, I'm obviously the one with the least amount of starts by far. So, um, you know, I, I go into games, you know, knowing that, knowing that that might be a, a focal point for a team. But, uh, you know, I just go out there every day and try to try to do my job. I think job that's fascinating, though, too. It's the game within the game. Everything happens so fast. You're seeing fronts, and they're doing different things off those fronts. You're mm -hmm. trying to communicate the checks mm -hmm. and get the line calls correct and the blocking scheme correct for the play that's called. This has got to be a massive undertaking in three seconds. Yes. Yeah, but, you know, um, it is a lot. But uh, the guys we have back there, like Corey, Corey and Aaron, you know, directing directing us in what we need to do, um, they're, they're pretty efficient in it. You know, hardly ever are we at the last minute. Right. And I heard something from James Campbell and your coach, you know, this summer talking about a lot more freedom is given not just to Corey to make declarations and calls, but all of you guys. Mm -hmm. 
are yipping and yapping up the line just to make sure everything's copacetic yeah. before the snap. Um, if we see something that uh, we think they should, he should know about that Corey may not yeah. see, you know, we're definitely shouting at him yeah. and letting him. But uh, most majority of the time, Corey has a really good eye for those things. Yeah, so he does. Anything that we've seen, he's, he's probably already taken into account. All right. Is that something that fuels you on the offensive line, kind of being the young guys? You mentioned not as many stripes as the other guys that, yeah. hey, you want to test me, come at me, I'll I'll rise to this challenge? Uh, definitely, just uh, just because, you know, the, the, the guys that I'm playing next to are really good, have been playing a lot of football, a lot of good football for a long time, you know, and I'm just, uh, you know, trying to do the same things that they're doing, you know, as far as their career-wise and longevity and uh, just being, uh, being respected in the league as a good player. Just how raw did you feel thrown into the fire last year? I mean, you only had a couple of starts at guard, a couple of tackle. You're all over the place, filling in week to week. It had to be a, just a blur. Yeah, it, uh, after a while, the first the first couple was like, wow, I'm really, really out here. But after a while, you know, after talking with coaches and then especially Jari, Jari being out there with me, uh, um, I, I got got I got comfortable pretty fast. He was kind of like your guardian angel, wasn't he, last year? He yeah. took you under his wing, and I I love Jari Evans, and I understand why the Packers he's getting up there in age and all that sort of thing. But I talked to you during camp, and you miss him. I mean, he yeah. meant an awful lot to you. No, Jari was uh, one of the, uh, when he came in he was one of the first guys I sort of gravitated to. Um, drove over to practice uh, from the facility to the Hudson almost every day with Jari, and uh, just. Him being able to tell me the things that worked for him and what what uh what he did when he was a young player was able to, and uh it sort of just gave me like a little confidence in what I was doing. Did you keep in touch when you started getting number one reps in camp and then earning that job? Yeah, yeah, I still talk to the every today. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'll tell him hello because I really liked him when he was in a good locker room guy. Yeah, he definitely was outstanding locker room guy. All right, we're taking a break. When we come back. More with Justin McRae on how he went from a role player to a starter in more ways than one. Don't go away. The fifth quarter returns to the stadium view right after this timeout. All right, welcome back. Joe Thomas, one of the great right tackles of all time, who had a fantastic career in Cleveland. Here's what he said today. NFL needs to immediately enact booth review on all these quarterback unnecessary roughness penalties. It's yes. significantly changing the outcome of many games. Referees have continually shown they cannot call this rule by the book at game speed and need video review to help. Thank you, Joe All Thomas. Right. I'm yes. okay with that. I'm okay with that. What's a couple of more minutes in the sun at Lambeau? Yes. I'll take it. They were all, you were all gooped up with 50 SPF, weren't you? <laughs> Justin McCray, what did you think of Clay's hit? Um, I, I feel the same way as Clay does. I, I think there's nothing you know malicious about the hit. I mean, we, we are playing football at the end of the day, so I think it was a, a clean hit. Another yeah. anonymous tweet. It's a man's game. The NFL has outlawed sacks before special teams. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Hey, Justin McCray, our guest tonight. Happy to have him on board, but we got some games to play ourselves. The hot and cold play. You know how it works. You guess the hot play from the game, and our friends from Robinson give you a prize tonight. Get you qualified for the grand prize at the end of the year. A couple of indoor club seats to that finale against, uh, who is it, Lions? Yeah. Yeah, Motowners. Scott is up first. Scott, Scott. what's your guess? Uh, it's got to be the block punt for the touchdown. Think so? Geronimo again? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Geronimo, I you're right. Yes. The hot play was delivered by the special teams. Matt Wiles' first punt got the Packs' first points. Jackson recovered six 
Ah, yes. Good call, Wayne, on the Packer Network. Let's hear from the playmakers. Geronimo Allison got the block. Just, you know, we schemed up some things. We seen, uh, um, kind of knew what what kind of attack, and um, it worked out well. We did what we thought they would do, and it worked out. Worked out great. I mean, he was laid out. Yeah. One arm extended, deflected it up, and then Wild got another leg and popped up into the, the air. And the man has been on fire yeah, since he's, appearing on the fifth uh, quarter well, yeah, this I season. Know. It's, it's finally good luck rubbing off. I don't know. Guys used to get cut the day after they appeared on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it has happened. Wait, was Daniel Carlson on no, this show and no. I missed it? <laughs> no, but anyway. Uh, hey, the guy who caught it, rookie Josh Jackson. I like this kid, too. His first pro TD was an easy one. You know, the call was to, you know, for, for me to come off the edge, so I was just trying to come make a play, and I think the dude turned out on me, and Gmo was uh, able to slip through and get a block, and the ball was up in the air and landed right behind us. Still got to catch it, son. Well done. Yeah, that's our hot play, and you are it. Congrats to Scott. Yes. Justin, last year you were starting to play a little bit, and uh, you kind of came to a realization that you're going to have to just change a few things about – how you're built, how much you weigh, how you have everything else. What what happened? What triggered it? And how did you follow up on that to become a better player this year? Obviously, um, I just felt like uh, last year I was I was about 330 most of the year, and I just felt like I'm 63. I don't need to be that that uh, that <laughs> heavy. Good um, so uh, I got with our nutritionist and just worked on it during the off season and got my weight down a little bit and uh, feel a lot better this year. No more strawberry milkshakes. Uh, Trying not to have, trying. It's all right. Not as not as many, not as many as a uh, not as many. Sure. Uh, <laughs> How drastically did your diet change for you then? Um, it was just you know um, just not eating. I was pretty much just eating whatever I wanted, and now it's just in moderation. So um, instead of having um, three chicken breasts at lunch, I have one and a half, and um, it just if I get hungry later, I have like a, a, a minor snack. All right. Just cut back portions, that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you got the weight down, just feel completely. Feel better. Uh, got the weight down. Uh, feel like I'm about at the same place strength. So um, that's just a lot of the weightlifting and things I did over. Is this genetic, so. or did Mama McCray just shovel it in you and Jordan growing um, up? You both are big lads. We uh, it's, yeah, I have an older brother, too. He was an offensive lineman as well. So okay. it, might, it might, might be genetics. All right. Dad, Dad was a linebacker. My mom was a small forward. They made three linemen. So the next question I have is: You are so nice. You are so soft-spoken, but you have a tenacity. What happens when the hat goes on? Um, I just sort of feel like that's just a part of my game. That's that's that, that's what helps me win. Uh, being aggressive, staying after guys, um, just sort of our makeup. How me and my brothers grew up, um, knowing that nothing was going to be like. Is there a lot of scrapping between the two of you? Yeah, between Jordan and I, Cliff. We didn't scrap it too much. He's five years older, so he would, he would oh, yeah. definitely win. Kick your tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose. So. <laughs> I can understand. I can understand. How um, so with your your brother Jordan? What kind of an influence was he on a daily basis for you? Just both of you driving for the same goals. Mm -hmm. Was it you fed each other? Was one of you more? Oh, it was definitely you know backwards and forth. I mean, even now, like Jordan is a. Uh, always look, looking for ways to boost my confidence. So if he sees like a, a really good player during the game, I'll come back to the to my phone uh, after games and see like nine or 10 clips from the things that he thought thought were really good. And uh, we just um, knowing that we pretty much have the same skill set, same uh, same sort of drive, just, just um, we've always just been big uh, um, confidence boosters to each other. How, how can we be sure that you aren't Jordan because you guys are twins? 
who says I'm not Jordan? Uh huh. Uh -huh. See, I've been wondering uh, that this go. whole time. All no. right. Was Jordan in town for the game yesterday? Jordan was not. He was uh he was up for last game for Chicago in uh, the last preseason game. He Is that some? Did you guys ever do that? Some of that twin switch switcheroo yeah. stuff in high we, school, middle school? We switched classes a lot in elementary and middle school, and, and uh, we ended up getting caught by a, a very observant teacher. And uh, my mom put us in the same classes from then on. So, <laughs> really? That's yeah, awesome. Jordan was always next to me. Now. How yeah. often did you guys switch classes, like before you got caught? It'd probably be every day. Just oh, it's, that's it's awesome. sort of like when you got bored. <laughs> so. Do you ever switch with a girlfriend? You know, if Jordan was tired of someone, you're just like, oh, uh, they were, they I'll were take her to the movies tonight then? They were usually pretty good about that. They always picked up on the little things like uh, I got a mole right here that Jordan doesn't have. So. Ah. So um, now we know. Yeah. So that was Jordan out there for the false start penalty. Though, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, Any penalties, yeah. Jordan's yeah, yeah, in the game. Jordan. Sure. All Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> All right. So, what's the emphasis you think this week? You're going to get Aaron Jones back coming off suspension. Yeah. How do you think he's going to help the run game? Um, I think you know Aaron obviously is a really good back. I think uh, the compliment with him, Ty and Jamal, I think it's just going to be a, a very good uh, good backfield we have back. You know here. what else I like too? The three tight end package yesterday. Oh, yeah, Finally rolled that out a little bit. Yeah, I'm a fan of that as well. Uh, yeah, I bet you are. Jimmy Graham getting involved a little more. You kind of figured this might just take some time. I think the knee injury kind of derailed that a little bit, but we saw at training camp what yeah. that could become. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's awesome, man. Um, his uh, tenacity in practice and in the games is definitely um, definitely something that we like it like here. It'd be nice to hear from him every now and then. We haven't talked to Jimmy since he got here. So he's very good at keeps to himself. Huh? Keeps to himself yeah. and out of the locker room. He doesn't even come in at the two minute warning. No. Hear You're always in there. You're always in there, but not Jimmy. So obviously you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. You're going to be a pass heavy offense. That's just what it is. You you utilize your best tools. Right. But as an offensive lineman, what gets you fired up more? Pass blocking, run blocking. Um, I think honestly, any any lineman, you know, you like getting after the. Um, Getting, getting into it with the run game, but you know, we know what we have here, and uh, Aaron is a very special player, and we need to use that as much as we can. Yeah, I would think, you know, they say you like to get lathered up and really move the pile and this and that and, and just play physical, but there is a pride factor about keeping 12 clean yeah, that I don't hear a lot from other offense. I know they all speak it, but that's something here. You know what how valuable this guy is yeah, he's a, to this, not only his team, but this game. Yeah, he's he's one of the best players to ever play, so definitely uh, take a lot of pride in keeping him safe. Does he let you hear it when you guys miss a block and someone gets to him a little faster than they should have? Is he vocal with you guys in that way? No, he's usually, he's usually trying to keep guys, you know, upbeat, confident. Um, he'll tell us if he needs some time for something, but um, he's never, never, never bringing anybody down or anything like that negatively. And he takes he care of you guys too. Oh, absolutely. Did you go to the derby with the? The no, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't make it this year, but a lot of the guys did. A lot of the old line goes to the Kentucky Derby every mm -hmm. year. Uh, I'm sure there's big dinners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he'll spring he, for. he does. He does a lot for us. I bet. Well, you do a lot for him. That's obvious. There's no question about it. Justin McRae is our guest. We're going to take another break. When we come back, some other odds and ends from the Packer game yesterday. Look at some of the other things that happened in the NFL, including a halftime retirement. That's a head scratcher in <laughs> Buffalo. Don't go away. Plus, we'll play the cold play when we come back. Fifth quarter returns to the stadium view right after this timeout. Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right. Poor Clay Matthews. Poor Clay Matthews. Uh, the league says, as we told you earlier, they're going to show that video to every team in the league saying this is how yeah. you should not do it, even though Mike McCarthy says he did exactly what we teach them should to do. Dean Blandino and Mike Pereira 
Former NFL rules supervisors for the league office are now talking heads on the networks. Uh, Dean Blandino, those aren't fouls. We don't like those as fouls. Mike Pereira, what I'm having a problem with now, even though it's a point of emphasis, is they're creating penalties for contact and tackles to me that don't put the quarterback at risk of injury. Blandino, you look at the rule and it says you can't commit intimidating or punishing acts, can't violently or unnecessarily drive him to the ground or land him with all or most of your body weight. That's not what you're seeing in those two calls in that game, Eric Kendricks and Clay Matthews. Right. Uh, what you what do you want the defender to do? To me, it looks like he's wrapping and he's trying to bring the quarterback to the ground. There's going to be some force. There's going to be some impetus that takes both players to the ground. Again, what do you want the defender to do? And Pereira says, I think we're setting a dangerous precedent. You can't have that as a foul. Uh, there's got to be a line drawn closer to a more violent hit. And with exactly. that, with the Cousins hit, one of his legs is already off the ground before Matthews starts bringing him to the ground. Cousins right. took himself one leg off the and ground. I know. I've seen the slow-mo thing on Twitter all yeah. day, and he's actually airborne before yeah. the ball's released. Now, and, if Clay you're, has, and Clay was not airborne either. He wasn't no. launching. If you're a savvy just, quarterback in a big moment, why wouldn't you take yourself off the ground and make it look worse than it is to draw a call? You might. Dance, why wouldn't dancing you? Dancing with the stars. Why wouldn't Every you? Every Sunday. Yeah. My goodness. All right. Hey, Justin, we're going to get back to you in just a minute. Peek ahead to the Redskin game in your first road trip. But we've got to find a cold play of the day on a very hot day. Well, let's see if we can't get a winner and get a Robinson's prize to you today and get you qualified. Janet is up first. What's hey, your Janet. guess? It's got to be the Clay Matthews call. No, it's Clay not Matthews because call, it wasn't no. a penalty. It wasn't a yeah. penalty. Because we opinion, disagree with the I think refs. the opinion of a vast majority <laughs> of Americans outside of uh, their office on Park Avenue. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. What's your guess? Rogers fumble. That took Rogers fumble. Uh, yeah, well, that one Ooh. did. The sack did, but the fumble did. Yeah. Still had time to recover. Block it up. Twenty came clean. I know. That was another <laughs> no, twist blitz there, not. Justin. Still not there yet. What's your guess? The last Viking touchdown. The what? The last Viking touchdown. The last Viking touchdown? No, because they still needed two to tie. That only made it twenty-nine twenty-seven. You realize that was the first twenty-nine twenty-nine game in NFL history. First game ever ended 29-29 in NFL history out of the tens of thousands of games. I can't believe we haven't found the cold one yet. All right, the what's your guess? One. How about the 75-yard touchdown pass? That hurt. That hurt. It's not on Devon House, though. Kentrell Bryce, he got yeah. sucked over to the right side of the field, and he had to help out because Devon had inside leverage. Sorry, that wasn't it. <laughs> and uh, Kentrell reacted too late, and the top was off. That was a big throw. Big cold catch. play. And speed kills. Digs cold play. Cold What's your play guess? Of the day. I'm going to go with the Mason Crosby missed field goal at the end. Yeah. Booyah. That's it. Cold play on the hot day. A dramatic final snap of regulation. This for the win in regulation. 29 apiece. We're tied. J.K. Scott down on one knee. Hunter Bradley, the rookie, on the snap. Arm extended. Here's the snap. Play's been made. Kick to the uprights again. And it is good! Wayne! No good! What are you doing? Good was no good! He just missed it to the left. I thought for a moment, as the crowd exclaimed, and he just missed it to the left side. We're going to overtime. Wayne, don't do that, Wayne! It's because the Vikings had one extra timeout at the end of regulation. I suppose. I suppose. Mm -hmm. I don't Could like have made that. Burn those timeouts. I don't like that to tell you the truth. I know it's legal, but I don't think sure. you can call timeout after two on the clock. I mean, that ball was snapped. Nobody heard the whistle. Although I guess somebody said on the TV copy, you can hear the whistle blowing. 
ra- racing in. Yeah, I mean, on it, icing it, it felt Are close. Are you on field goal pro? You are. Huh? Yeah, I am. Yeah, all right. Did you hear a whistle? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think you did either. I don't like it either. But anyway, I felt badly for Mason. My goodness, he was five for five, and he drilled the first walk off right before the Vikes called timeout. Right. Just uh, you know, just trying to execute the kick, and uh, yeah, I just uh, was playing playing for a little left to right movement, and uh, just must have just held it uh, just held it over there left a little too much. Just a little too much. Shades of Dallas, remember, fifty-one yarder. They iced him, and Mason had ice in his veins and drilled the next one to win it. So after the Jared Cook catch. Anyway, tough one. Cole Plate, congrats, you're in. All right, J-Mac, Redskins, first road trip. Um, there's a real protocol to traveling. Mm-hmm. And I know the coach goes through all the little things about how to dress, how to catch the bus, mm-hmm. where to sit on the plane, yeah. everything. I mean, it's that broken down, isn't it? Yeah, it, um, pretty much have who's on what plane. and Yeah, what two time. planes this year. Yep. Um, in the preseason, it was uh, rookies and so- certain staff on one, one plane, and then... Uh, I switched. Uh, the second plane was uh, older guys and another select staff. It's just uh, there's a couple reasons for that. One, I think it's harder to find big planes to accommodate the entire yeah, well, entourage now. Especially when it's uh, it's 90 guys. Especially, I think that that might have been just for the preseason, but uh, yeah, true. But now it's 90 members of the executive committee and their wives. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they all travel in style. Uh, Washington Redskins, FedEx Field. Have you even? Dipped into the skins at all? Are off to a one-on-one start, losing badly at home yesterday. Um, I had planned to uh, later tonight, but I, all right, tonight, huh? Um, just uh, without seeing them, I, mean, I, I saw a little bit of the game just because I had a buddy that plays for the Colts. Uh, all right, good, good defense. It'll de- definitely be a challenge for us this week as well. Do you get cut-ups from the boys in the in the in the video room already today of Washington stuff? Yeah, there there'll be. Um, Actually, there there'll be stuff on there's stuff on my iPad right now about Washington. Really? Yeah, they're, uh, Isn't they're that amazing. On, yeah, they're on it pretty fast. I mean, it used to be they'd ship you a canister of film, mm-hmm. 16 millimeter film, and it would arrive by Wednesday or Thursday. You wouldn't even get a chance to start looking at it till then. No. Now you got it in time before you go to bed tonight. Yeah, we could have. I could have watched it today as well. Like they they're on it pretty pretty fast. What do you what do you watch when I see you with the tablet in your hands a lot in the locker room? What do you look for? What kinds of things are you studying? On the tablet, um, mannerisms. Really? Um, just uh, looking at the guys, I, I feel like I'm gonna be going against, uh, going up against the uh, majority of the time. Um, different, different uh, fronts where they might be doing something different that they don't usually do. Uh, just things that stick out more than usual. Jerry Kramer, we talked about him, and I, I've talked to Jerry a lot about this. And I don't know if you've ever read Instant Replay, but you got to read it. It's a classic book. But he was talking about even like Alex Karras, if he's wiggling his fingers, he's coming inside the gap. You know, if his foot's just a shade back, he's charging around the outside. Those kinds of things he would pick up. I mean, is it that there's, detail? Um, there's a lot of lot of guys uh, trying to hide things like that. Yeah. But, um, everybody has their certain ways. Like a guy might tighten up if he's going right. Uh, tighten up his alignment if he's going inside, or he might uh, get off levels That's if there's going to be a yeah. twist or something yeah, like that. It's just trick. a lot of lot of things you got to look for like All that. Right. Who's a defensive lineman that sticks out for you? Who's been the toughest challenge for you so far in your career? Um, I feel like Sheldon, the guy we just played, uh, Richardson. He's pretty. He's pretty good. Um, does a lot of good things well. I mean, Akeem Hicks obviously pretty good. A lot of the guys in our division. Um, last year, I didn't think just playing out of position. A lot of the defensive ends I was I was playing against. Uh, I thought they did a, a really good job just because um, I wasn't playing used to playing too much tackle. <laughs> Who's the biggest trash talker in the trenches that you've come across? 
Probably say Everson. He, he talks a lot, but he definitely backs it up. Yeah. Griffith yeah. <laughs> yeah. yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, he can back it up. Yeah, yeah he was pretty good. What kind, of, what kind of trash talk is it? Is it personal stuff? Is it just? Oh, no, it's just it's more him getting himself hyped okay. up. Yeah, it's not, it's not, not like John Randall. Remember John Randall of the Vikings? Yeah. He used to read bios and scream, you know, this oh, and no, that no, about, no, no. yeah. No, nothing hardly yeah. ever personal. Yeah. No, he loved to get it personal <laughs> just to get under your skin. Well, Justin, uh, it's been an unbelievable story for you. I congratulate you on all the hard work that you have poured into this thing to uh, to earn one of 32 starting right guard jobs in the National Football League. Well-deserved. Stay after it. Stay healthy. Keep 12 healthy. And no more ties. Finish the deal. And uh, and let's keep this thing rolling. And uh, good luck in Washington. Got you. Thank you for having me. Justin McRae joining us tonight live from the Stadium View. And when we come back, we'll wrap things up. Send somebody to the Packer Pro Shop. And have some more great gifts to give away. Don't go away. We'll head to the finish line right after this timeout. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back, everybody. Woo! Gentle Giant, Matt J. Mac, isn't he? Yeah. I'm a guy. Nice guy. Yeah. I really like Justin. Really proud of it. He's uh, done a tremendous job. Weird day in the NFL, not just at Lambeau with a 29-29 all-tie, but Vontae Davis of the Buffalo Bills retired at halftime. At halftime. Told his coach, just don't have it in me anymore. Right. He was done. Find a one-year, $5 million deal, and away he goes. If I'm not mistaken, he was inactive the first week. They needed him this week. They're getting their butts kicked 28-6. But he's coming off a really nasty injury from 2017. And I think he was hopeful his body would bounce back, but it obviously wasn't in his opinion. I know he posted a big thing on Instagram yeah, after that he tried, and it just the body wasn't there. It's an odd time to do it, obviously. I understand. Finish the game. I think that's what the guys in the locker room are saying. Yeah, but if you're out there and you're hurt and your heart's not in it, are you're you risking gonna, a bigger injury? Maybe, are you really Are you really there for your team at that point, or shouldn't they put well, someone else in, nailed it in. who wants it? Sure. I mean, well, shouldn't they put someone else in who wants it? I agree. Lions are 0 for 2. They went out to Frisco and got beat 30-27. to 27. Late rally for Matthew. Not enough. Bears go against the Seahawks tonight. I'm rooting for the Bears tell you the truth they got a chance to yeah, beat that yeah. seahawks I, I team did, for sure seattle gotta go down patrick mahomes of kansas city Dude. 10 touchdowns in two weeks ryan fitzpatrick of the buccaneers the undefeated buccaneers in Yeesh. in kansas city there's been rumblings you know before they got rid of alex smith that hey mahomes 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 i mean he was drafted last year yeah, i know and he's proving thank well, you for all the support we're gonna KC see fans we're gonna see alex smith now in Washington, yep. we're going to see Adrian Peterson. Now in Washington, come Sunday. There's guys that run offense, offenses. There's guys that are difference makers. Alex Smith is a guy that will run your offense. He's not a difference maker. And I don't maker. know if Adrian is either anymore. Uh, what do you have yesterday? 20 yards on the ground on 14 carries. Yikes. Yep. They were held out of the end zone by the Indy Colts. New kickoff in D.C. I'll be out in the nation's capital. I have complete coverage Monday, and we're back next Monday night. Who's going to the Packer Pro Shop? Do we got time to oh, get yeah, out we gotta do Let's get this out. Thing. I'll be back from D.C. Monday, United Airlines willing, and we'll have another Packer guest right here at the Stadium View. But for now, who's going to the Packer Pro Shop for Friends and Robinsons? Gene Arndt. Gene, you got the gift card tonight. Congratulations. It says you aren't, but you are. You are. You're Boom. a winner. We got more to give away. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks, everybody.